Welcome to Broad Ideas. Here's your host, Rachel Bilson. Oh, at least you're speaking. Um, you guys, Allison Brie is on with us today. She started on a little show called Mad Men, then Community, Glow, and now she has a new movie coming out that she co-wrote with her husband, and her husband directed the film, otherwise known as Dave, Dave Franco. Franco. And it's called Somebody I Used to Know, which is out now on Prime Video. Check it out. Love a rom-com. Love this joint affair. <laughs> um, let's welcome Allison. Sometimes when the world feels insane, you can take a little peek inside of Rachel's little brain. All these thoughts are swirling round and round inside to join us on this journey as we take a little ride. We'll talk about dogs and kids and things. We'll talk about chicks and tampon strings. We'll talk about boys that make you cry. We'll talk about death because people die. Hi. Hi. It's so <laughs> nice to meet you. Yes. Yes. Nice to meet you too. This is my best friend, Olivia. Hi. Hi. <laughs> it's so funny. I feel like, so for so long, our best friend Leah, her younger sister Lucy, went to Cal Arts with you. Yes, Lucy and I were very good friends. Yeah. In, in college, very close. We lived together. We were roommates in our third year. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, no way. Yeah. We all had an apartment together. Oh, yeah. I was just texting with her yesterday. Oh, my oh gosh, were you really? So sweet. Yeah. So was I. Oh. <laughs> How was it? How, should we compare and compare? Yeah. Mine was awkward. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Mine was pretty good. Mine was pretty positive. I told her we were going to be talking to you because I knew that she went to school with you and I thought lived with you. Yes. And then she texted me to be like, heard you're doing the podcast oh, tomorrow. Cool. Okay. <laughs> That's so, so you funny. knew this information. Yes. Yeah. Got yes. It. Yeah. So she, I remember because. I think maybe when you got Community or it was like, was Community your first big show? Yeah, Mad Men and then Community, yeah. Uh, oh, Mad Men, that little show. I that mean, little <laughs> show. I kept going to count Mad okay, Men. Okay, maybe, know, yeah, then maybe it was Mad Men. But I remember when you, you know, got your show and I remember Lucy being like, oh my gosh, my friend from CalArts is on. It was yeah. probably Mad Men. That would make sense. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. It might have been Community because Mad Men was like, obviously such an iconic show and it was my first big job but I was just recurring on the show mm -hmm. do you know what I mean like yeah. when I booked community that was the moment where it was more like my show like I'm a regular yes. on the show yeah yes. you know what I mean so exciting but Mad Men can we talk about that for a second yeah Rachel's never watched it I've never I know I've never seen it it's so weird oh you should check it out <laughs> It has influenced the way I live I'm like I like <laughs> wait you have to things. tell her that can you tell her the Mad Men story no. Oh, my oh. God. You have to now. Oh, no, it's not a Mad Men story. <laughs> oh, it's a John Ham story. It's a John Hamm story. But because of Mad Men. Oh. Well, because... Well, don't oh, do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is because of yeah. Mad Men. Yeah. No, it's not like that. No, it's not sexy. <laughs> it's not sexy. Don't do anything you don't want to do. <laughs> Thank I'm going to pressure you safe to tell you. the sexy John Hamm story. Oh, my story. God. Okay, fine. Well, I'll get it out of her later. I can. Tell well, now I feel weird. Now do I have to tell it? Yeah, just tell us like a truncated version okay. of it. So my little boy was having like an OCD episode, okay? Never had OCD before. He started— He was five, He was right? five. Four? 
five, I think, obsessively washing his hands and being like, if I get ink on him, am I going to die? And we're like, what is going on with him? He was just like spiraling. Okay. And we were like, I don't even know like what to do to help him. And so at one point, random, my husband and I were watching Mad Men and it's a scene where John Hamm is strangling someone. And it was a dream though. It was a dream he was having where he was strangling someone. And my son walked in and saw that and like flipped out. And later, days later, he kept thinking about it. And he kept being like, is that woman okay? And we're like, baby, it's just a show. Like that's not real. Yeah. And he started praying to God, like literally praying to God. He's like, dear God, please make that man. He goes, what's his name? And I was like, John Hamm. And he's like, please make that man. I like that you went with John's name, not the character. (laughs) I was like, John Hamm. And he's like, please make John Hamm stop having those bad dreams. And so we videoed him saying this, sent it to Rachel. She sent it to to whoever I a pulls that, the like, strings in life, the powers that be, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> John Ham sent us a video back and was like, "Hey, Elliot, it's me, John Ham. I <laughs> just want you to know, bud, I'm not having those dreams anymore, and you can relax, oh. and everything's okay." Oh my god, cured him. He never cured. had an OCD moment after that. Yeah, but didn't he say, "Mom, yeah. is John Ham God?" Yeah. Oh, wow. (laughs) Right? Didn't he think he was God? Yeah. Oh, my God. So that's the John Hamm. That is a good story. And John Hamm's a hero. It's a great story for John. Yeah. For John. She's like, why are you fucking telling me? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, that's great, guys. I love the story. Thanks. But where's the part where I come in? Where do I come in? What's my role in this? Speaking of your role, we watched your movie. Yes. And loved it. It was so much fun. And like, well, anyway, I, we want to talk to you about it, obviously. Like, how Amazing. it came about. Thank I know you, you so much. Yes, you did it, it with your husband, right? Yes. So, yes. why don't you break it down for us a little bit? Yes. Okay, so my husband, Dave, and I wrote this rom-com um, during COVID. We actually wrote it, like, during the first two weeks of lockdown. Basically, Ooh. we were kind of like, we had cracked the story right before, and we were sort of like, when are we going to have time to work on this. Life is so busy. And then everything stopped. And, you know, at first we just thought that quarantine was going to be two weeks like everybody. Right. (laughs) right? So we were like, all right, we have two weeks. It's our writer's (laughs) clinic. We're going to write the script. And we wrote the first draft in two weeks. Nice. And then, you know, had like another year and a half to (laughs) perfect it, um, do get notes. And basically we just set out I mean, originally, I think we really wanted to kind of tap into that nostalgia from all the rom-coms from like the 80s and 90s that we love, like when Harry met Sally and Mm. Sleepless in Seattle and Pretty Woman and My Best Friend's Wedding and all that stuff. And then originally when we started talking about the idea, we were in Dave's hometown in Northern California. And so like it was sort of these two ideas weaving together about like what it means to go home and what it's like to see people from your past and how like you can't bullshit those people, how like the person you truly are comes out or is it like, you know, does it make you think about the kind of person you used to be? Right. And we brought Lucy 
No. <laughs> just, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she just, like, pops up yeah. from the bottom of the screen. Um, I feel like she would think probably I'm still pretty similar to what I was like in college. And actually, we channel some stuff from my CalArts days in the movie because the characters have some streaking. Yeah. To have a streaking oh. scene. And and that was college for you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, did you ever visit CalArts when you know, we were going there? God, I don't think we did, no. did we? No. Which is weird. Yeah. Well, I think you were working. Oh. <laughs> <You know. laughs> but... Yeah, when we were at CalArts, uh, clothing was optional everywhere, but the cafeteria, it's like a what? very what? naked school. Seriously? Wait, is this real? This is real. And actually, I always phrase it like this, like when I was going there, like I don't know if it's true, but I was doing an interview about this the other day and a guy in the room with me, like the sound guy was like, hey, I have a friend who teaches there and it is still like that. <gasps> That's amazing. Well, it was really, it's honestly very cool. It's like this, it started as this hippie art school, and I think they just wanted to keep it, like, so that all the students have artistic freedom. Like, it's not like people are going to class naked. It's not like people are just naked all the time right. when I was there. It was like, by the pool, people would lay out naked. You know, we had this big Halloween party where people would go just, like, in body paint or, like, you know— my freshman year, I think I went as, like, a sheriff, and I just had, like, a cowboy hat <laughs> and, like, sheriff stars taped to my nipples and, like, poofy underwear. Like, it was just sort of, like, and I like to run around and streak and make my friends laugh, and I just thought it was funny. <laughs> so it's like a little Burning Man with books. <laughs> yeah, but it's, like, not to take away from the fact that, like, it is a great it's school. It's a great school. I actually think, yeah. like, the spirit of that is cool. For and sure. learn a lot and do good work there in a way that is serious. But also there's, like, the naked guy who is at every, like, school function in the main building just wearing tennis shoes and a necklace. I mean. <laughs> it kind of takes the sex appeal out, though, doesn't it? Like, it makes it more like, oh, this isn't as sexy as I would imagine us all being naked would be. Totally. Yes, it does kind of normalize nudity in that way. And I think, like, the thing about this movie that I wanted to really put in is, like, I love non-sexual nude scenes. Yeah. It's something that I really <laughs> tapped into while I was making Glow, which was a show on Netflix that I did about like right. women's wrestling. And it was made by women and starred a lot of women. We had women in the writers. It was just women everywhere. And like such a powerful feminist show, you know, and they would write in these scenes that were like, yeah, you're naked because you're changing clothes in the locker room. Or even like I, I had a scene in our third season where I like put on this showgirl's headdress and, like, take my top off and I'm just kind of dancing around <laughs> topless, like, to make my friend laugh. And it feels like the way that women are. or You know what yeah, I mean? The way that right. you can be with your friends. It feels very natural. And I wanted to kind of channel that in this movie. And it goes also along with the character's story, which is kind of, you know, my character goes home to kind of collect herself after something happens with her job and runs into this ex-boyfriend and they have an amazing night together. And... Then she finds out that he's getting married, but she wants to stay because she feels like they had this connection. And so the movie is sort of about the one that got away, but it's also about what if the one that got away is you, you know, and kind of reconnecting to oneself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that what you meant 20 minutes ago when you said, tell me a little, no. tell us a little something about <laughs> no. the movie? No, no. no. I, you know, and I loved 
I loved also the message of like really staying true to yourself. It was beautiful, like the whole thing and and being like, well, why are you just doing what he wants to do? And like you make the choices as a woman and you followed your path and like what you wanted, right? Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I'm really fascinated by the idea of the one that got away. And when I was in, I don't know, even in high school and in my early 20s before I met my husband, I was always on again, off again with boyfriends. Mm -hmm. And a lot of women in my life are the same. And I just find it very interesting that there's this relationship amnesia, right? Like when oh, you're yeah. with someone. There's a lot of reasons. Like at the moment <laughs> when you break up, you're like, this is the right thing because he's a total asshole. And here are 15 reasons why. And then a month later, you're lonely and you're like, it was probably me and I'm the problem. And mm -hmm. he's amazing. And like, <laughs> why do we do that? Is there a sense that what we miss is not maybe that person? Maybe it's just more kind of how we felt at that period in our life. That's like the Esther Perel version. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and and also, but, and, and then there's like another relationship, but you know, in the movie where you're kind of just like, when is it right to fight for mm. the relationship and when is it not? And sometimes it is. I don't think this is like the anti-rom-com. It's meant to be like an homage to great rom-coms and also like, and it's great to also just like get in touch with yourself. Right. I love that it... Um, I feel like, and you grew up in Los Angeles, Pasadena, right? Yeah. So yeah. you may relate to this, but I feel like, because we grew up here, I always fantasized. That's why I loved rom-coms. Like I always had that fantasy of like, one day I'll go back and they'll, you know, to, your this, to my hometown <laughs> and the guy will be like, oh, she's so amazing. But growing up in LA, we don't really have that. Yeah, totally. I know. So when I watch movies like that, I'm like, Oh, oh, like Sweet like, Home Alabama. Yeah. Same kind of thing, right? Yeah. Where you go back to your home. It's such a good feeling. And you start to revert. Yeah. yeah. Wait, where did I you know. guys shoot it? I kept trying to, was it, were you in the San Juan Islands or something? We shot it in Oregon. Okay. okay. But it's set in Leavenworth, Washington. And right. we did shoot our last three days in, in Leavenworth, which is like that Bavarian style town. Like it's Christmas year round up there. Oh, There's that. I love it. Reindeer farm <laughs> is real. Oh my God. Um, That's but amazing. But Dave and I love the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. So we really just wanted to set it up there so we could go back to Portland. We were kind of based there. Portland is like the coolest city. It is. I just love it. The people are great. There's really good food. There's a great music scene. The crews are awesome. So like all of the, our local crew, we had shot Dave's first film, his directorial debut, uh, The <laughs> Rental, which I acted in, we had shot up in Oregon. So we were sort of just like, let's just go back up to our favorite yeah. spot. So working with your spouse, because you just said that. Like, what's that dynamic like? It's great. <laughs> it's awesome. We keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I know you've done it a couple times, so clearly something's working, right? Yes. Yes. We really like it. I think we got to really take it slow. We've been together about oh, just coming up on 11 years. Wow. Oh, wow. In like two weeks. Oh, I'm wow. looking across the room like, babe, <laughs> happy anniversary. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think what has worked well is that we didn't rush working together, yeah. right? So we got to act in a couple projects together. And then I was in his first film that he was directing. And by then we knew that we liked being on set together, right? That like our personalities didn't totally change when we got on set, which I was a little worried about even before. I was the most nervous before the first time that we acted together because I don't know, people have right. different 
processes, right? You're sort of like, well, I know home you. Like, what's work you? <laughs> I, can, I can't imagine, like, if I had got on set, if one of us had been like a crazy diva, you know, I don't know. I just think it would have been so wild. So that went well. And then working on the rental was so nice. It just... I love being directed by Dave. I just think he knows me better than yeah. anyone. Yeah. It's like my acting gets very grounded because I can't do any of my normal like actory tics or like <laughs> yeah. my actor bullshit, you know. Um, and also I know that he's not going to leave me out to dry, right? You know, so I think the most tense I've ever been is when I'm on a set with a director that I don't trust. And then the whole time I'm like, mentally directing the movie. Mm. <laughs> and so that's so nice to just trust him so much. And then we also just have each other as an emotional support system throughout the whole process, which yeah. is great. I When we're in production, it's like the best. You know, we love being on set together. We love coming home after a day of shooting and debriefing together. The writing process... Yeah, what's that like? ...is great, well, this is our first time writing together, and it was good. But again, like, we wrote it during the pandemic. So it was good and bad. You know, it was like there was no escape from one another, for real. <laughs> but also I felt excited that we were using the time productively and creatively. And, like, yeah. because we couldn't be on sets acting, it was nice to just be making something in our own household. But it was hard to turn it off. That was where it would get tricky. Like, I'd be like, all right, writing time is done. I'm going to make dinner. And then Dave would just be like at the kitchen counter, just sliding his computer in, like not subtly. Like, but how would you say this? Like, what do you <laughs> just kind of keep me writing? I think that was that's and even in post, like on either side in post. I, I mean, post production was good, I guess. It's just interesting. I don't know. We love it. I just, I love that you guys dove into the rom-com though, because I'm really am a sucker for them. And I, Me it's too. like, you know, like there's a formula, but I like that you guys really stretched the comedy more, you know, like I feel like you leaned sure. into more shock value comedic moments <laughs> <laughs> where I was like, sure, sure. You know, the, the dick pic stands out, but uh, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> are we oh allowed to say that? I, I don't know. I, I like don't want to give anything I like, away. I like the mom, your mom. And all oh, of that yeah. kind of stuff. Because that's the so from, real. Is the mom from Just Friend? Yeah, it is. Julie it is. Haggerty. That's one be of my favorite. Yes, be yourself. Be yourself. That is like my all-time like favorite movie. Every time yeah. I'm like, what's your fandom? Like people want like a real film buff answer. I'm like, it's Just Friends. <laughs> I you, love you, you that You do movie. say that a lot. I do say that a lot. I know. <laughs> a lot. I'm sorry. Like a lot. Yeah, I know. She gets mad. <laughs> But yes, she was. I everyone, mean, yeah. Julie Haggerty is an icon. She's in that movie. She's in Airplane. Like, yes, she's epic, epic. And she does feel like everyone's mom at this point. Yeah, right? like we wrote that role with her in mind, but we weren't sure if she would do the movie. And then we just got so lucky that she said yes. And also, is the loveliest, lo like exactly like that in real life. That's so nice to hear. I'm curious about your writing. Do you always have someone in mind when you're writing it? Does it help you to have someone that you're like that you're visualizing and that you feel for the part as you write it? Yeah, I think so. I think it does, but not necessarily an actor. A handful of the roles in this movie, we wrote the roles for the actors who played them, like Danny Pudi, who I worked with on Community, and Haley Joel Osment, who I did oh a movie God, with years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and we had been watching Haley in some, you know, he's been 
doing a lot of like comedic guest stars on shows. He was, did an episode of What We Do in the Shadows mm. a couple seasons ago that we were rewatching. We were like, Haley. <laughs> Broad Ideas is supported by Magic Spoon. Growing up, cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid. But as I got older, I had to watch out for sugar and empty carbs. But Magic Spoon has the amazing flavors you love, but high protein and less sugar. Variety pack, four flavors are cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. This pack has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and four to five net grams of carbs. Only 140 calories a serving. It's high protein, has zero grams of sugar, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, and soy-free. I love the fruity flavor. It takes me straight back to Saturday morning as a kid watching my cartoons. It is so, so delicious. Go to magicspoon.com slash ideas to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code ideas at checkout to save $5 off your order. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of high-protein cereal at magicspoon.com slash ideas and use the code ideas to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Broad Ideas is supported by Base. Size matters. But as they say, it's not just the size of the boat, it's the motion of the ocean. With my base weekender bag, there's room for everything. With hyperfunctional and chic designs, you've got all the nooks and crannies and even some surprise space to effortlessly fit it all in so you don't have to settle for anything less. I love my weekender bag. My favorite part is the under compartment. It has a separate zippered space for shoes. I even put my toiletries in there because it's in a bag, but I love that I could keep it separate and fit everything in. Base was created by actress Shay Mitchell to make sleek and affordable bags, luggage, and accessories designed to help you travel effortlessly while still looking fashionable. Base has thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage, 360-degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need to keep organized. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors. And for shorter trips, the weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately, like I said. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com ideas. Go to basetravel.com ideas for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S-T-R-A-V-E-L dot com slash ideas. Where did Cassie, Cassie, right, was the character's Cassidy. name? Cassidy. Cassidy. Where'd she come from? She was... She was awesome. Like, amazing. fantastic, Yeah, too. and just so, like, her vibe, I was like, what a different choice for this role that makes Thank perfect you. sense watching yeah. it. Like, I was like, Thank yes you. to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it really works Yeah, I well. know. I mean, she might be the only kind of person that is not someone, I don't know if there's anybody in my life quite like that, but it, it's more exactly what you're saying where, I mean, even what you guys said earlier, like we love rom-coms and I love that there are so many rom-com tropes that people know the formula yeah. and then you get to, it's like nice to know the rules so you can break the rules, right? Mm-hmm. And that character is definitely an example of that where we looked at all any other sort of like wedding-based rom-com and the bride role I mean, either you want the main characters to definitely be together, so then the bride has to be, like, evil and horrible. Right, right. (laughs) You know? 
Or she's like kind of sweet. She doesn't really know what's going on. You know, maybe she's very naive. And we were just like, maybe she should be the coolest character yeah. in the movie. Yeah, because she you know? really yeah. was the epitome <laughs> of cool. Yes. You're just like, and I kept thinking that. I'm like, I don't know. Wait, what am I supposed to do with this? You know what I mean? Because <laughs> right. it wasn't, you couldn't hate yes. her. Yes. And then you're like, but I don't want to like her. Totally. What am I supposed to do? And it really unfolds in a way. And she was so not like on the nose that yeah. it made it a really different experience. Totally. Right? Yeah. We just wanted that character, I think, to really be unsettling for my character, who's like trying to go forward with this plan. She's not even quite sure what she's doing and knows that it's kind of wrong. And then is confronted with this girl who is not only awesome, but reminds her a lot of her younger self. She's like yeah. partly who she used to be. She like kind of wants to emulate who she currently is. You know, there's so much. I I just love analyzing female relationships. I love the complicated nature of the way that women relate to one another. And with this character, I think we wanted to show it in a myriad of ways, the way that two women in one relationship can run the gamut from like, I love her. I hate her. Mm -hmm. I want to fuck her. I mm -hmm. want to be her. Right. I'm yeah. inspired by her. And like, two things can be true at the same time. Yep. And then also we wanted to kind of show that my character sort of also even wants to protect her and save yeah. her the way she would speak to like her own younger self, right? She yeah. ends up kind of just learning so much more about her because Cassidy as a character has nothing to hide. She really yeah. is her full self. She's like that embodiment of true confidence. And yeah. Kiersey Clements is an incredible actress and just played her to perfection. I feel like she... I agree. Yeah. Embodies those things in a lot of ways herself. And she's like a really surprising performer. So when I was acting with her, it was really fun because I just never knew what to expect. <laughs> it was like a really different energy from my own energy, which yeah. made a lot of sense for the movie. Which also, as the audience, I love that we were as perplexed as you were. Yeah. Do you always like sing everything? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that something you do? Yes, it is. And that's why that is in the movie, too. Yes, because I'm always like singing little ditties about our cats and about like washing the dishes and <laughs> about whatever. Oh, that's what you meant. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like, I just like want to know if she just th sings her life. Her yeah. life is a. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you narrate do your much. life? Yeah. Do you? <laughs> I do that, too, a little bit. I think, yeah, Davey likes to, to say that I never stop talking. And it's true. Well, <laughs> this is why we have two cats. You know, so that even when he's not home, I have something in the room to, like, bounce my voice off. <laughs> <laughs> How did you guys meet? We met at Mardi Gras in New Orleans. What? Random. Yes. Cool. We <laughs> yes. Super random and cool. <laughs> yes. I feel like we, we've been telling this story a lot lately, but it was, it. Uh, we I was with my friend Jules. Um who's immortalized. We named one of the characters after her in the movie. My friends Jules and Serena uh, are Kiersey's bandmates. Anyway, mm. I was in New Orleans for Mardi Gras and Dave had just flown back there. He was shooting a movie in New Orleans and we actually ran into him at the airport. We have this mutual friend, so she invited him to dinner with us and he had a bunch of reasons why he couldn't come to dinner, but then all his plans got canceled when we landed in New Orleans and he ended up coming to the meal and... 
you know, we were all drunk and he was sitting across the table next to my friend and she sent me a text like, you and Davey should hook up. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> and then she showed him my text under the table and was like, my friend across the table, like, look at this exchange. What do you think? <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, great. I'm in. And she was like, don't tell her that I showed you this text. And he was like, okay, great. And then she and I got up to go to the bathroom and she was like, you and Davey. And I was like, I'm into it, but I don't know if he would be into it. And she was like, he's into it. I showed him the text exchange under the table. and like, he's on board. She's like, don't tell him that I told you that I showed him. So we both got to leave the bar with a sexy secret. And then we got, and then, you know, the next thing was me just kind of like walking up to Dave with this beer and being like, there's Molly in my beer and I think we should split it. <laughs> And have a great night together. What do you think? Oh my god! I, was like, like, I love that yes. so much. <laughs> and he said yes. He said yes. It and was so very you guys, romantic. You split a bottle of Molly spiked beer. We split a we split a little <laughs> one cup of beer spiked with Molly, and then we were just like connected at the face for the rest of the <laughs> night for the pretty much for like forty eight hours, and then we exchanged well. We exchanged numbers. Bodily I was going to say, I, <laughs> we did. We exchanged that first, <laughs> the hat first, and then I left him this like silver Mardi Gras mask that I had been wearing all weekend, which is it was so gross, and we still have it. Aww. I wrote my phone number on the back and like left that in his bag, and then we started texting and calling, and we were like in different cities for the first, I don't know, six weeks of our relationship, and just kind of like sort of then backtracked into a relationship where we had this like crazy first weekend and then started texting really sweet, cute stuff oh. and getting on the phone to be like, you know, what kind of movies do you like? Yeah. <laughs> like, what's your favorite band? And and he would send me music. That's what I remember most from those first like amazing, you know, first weeks of like, oh my God, I'm falling in love. And he kept sending Aww. me all of the songs by his favorite artists and I made a little secret playlist. <laughs> of course. He didn't know about. Everyone has a Sweet soundtrack. Boy song. Sweet Boy song? Yeah. Sweet Boy Yeah. <laughs> That's so Sweet cute. Boy song. It was all the songs he was sending me. And I don't even think I told him about that playlist until we'd been dating for like two years. I was like, <laughs> you know, I still have a lot of the music that you sent me. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, what are a couple songs from the playlist? That's no big deal. Do you know off the top what of your are, head? Let's see if I still have it on my phone. I I definitely still have it, but I think a bunch of them got deleted because... You like switched to Spotify or something? Yeah. No, it's more <laughs> like I've just like dropped phones in toilets too much between then and now. Got it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> a little more. Okay, let's see. Oh, well, like the song that we consider that's like our song yeah. is I Found You by the Alabama Shakes. Aww. Um, I love that. I just like to get a vibe. <laughs> I know, me too. Yeah. This is like girl stuff where I'm like, okay, I need to know like what songs. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ho Hey by the Lumineers. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's a good one. I like that it's a time um, too. Like you can totally tell it was 11 years ago when you guys like started dating. Exactly. And you're like, right. I'm it like, was fully you know, ho -hey. <laughs> that better is so man, good. Leon Bridges. Oh, yeah. So good. Like, so I'm, yeah. I, I oh, like your, I feel Marathon, like I need a copy of your playlist. It's a good playlist. Marathon by Tennis. Do you know Tennis? No. Rob, do you? Rob's Wait. nodding. Can I hear this? Is a very small 
Oh, I like the sound of it. Would I like that, Rob? This song, like, still gives me goosebumps. This song, like, puts a drop in the bottom of my stomach. Oh, my God. Oh, for sure. I hear it. I know. It It encapsulates. Music does that. The time. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that moment, like, I was so just a smitten kitten. You know what I mean? Just like, And because we were, I would just play that song all the time. That's fun. You guys are really taking me back. Did you have a crush on him before you met him? No. 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 And I wouldn't have even thought, like, even that weekend, I think, you know, I'm like two and a half years older than him. And prior to him, I had only dated guys that were like six years older than me. Right. right. At a minimum, I feel like. Um, and I, it just wouldn't have been. I think he was so attractive. Not to be like so self-deprecating, but I would never have thought. <laughs> that he would be in my league, I think. I just like wouldn't, I just would be like, oh yeah, but that hot young guy, yeah, invite him to dinner. I'm like, whatever. I wasn't like, (laughs) he'll definitely want to hook up with me this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. His face is so sweet too. Like, it's very right? cute. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> you're looking at me like, you agree, right? You agree, right? Yeah, it's a very sweet face. Sweetest face. Um, We have some questions. Is it making you guys uncomfortable? I'm like, oh. tell me how attractive my husband is. No, we're like, okay, no, you know I'm just going to tell you. thing he does is when he just yeah. looks, you know, like, no, like, this. details, like, really specific. Do people tell him he looks like the guy that played, um... What's his face in White Where's Lotus? Where's going with this? I want to know. Ew. He looks like the guy that The guy played... that I really Yeah, have. the guy that... You know... Yeah. I I think that guy looks like his brother. You do? That's I who... thought oh, he looked like yes. Dave. I think you're right. I think he looks more like his brother than... You do? Yeah. I, I thought do. he looked more I like do. Dave. I never thought that. And now that you say that, I in totally the see it. But he and his brother look alike. They so do. So it's like if that guy looks I mean, they, like one of them, you definitely I see where you're coming from. They're brothers. Yeah. They're related. Yeah. yeah, that guy. What's his name, And Rob? that guy looks like he could also be a brother. Theo James. Yeah, Thank he you. looks like the older brother. Or we the middle brother. Name. He has a name. He has a Damn name. His name is Theo James. <laughs> <laughs> he's no John Hamm as God, but he Justice for Theo James. Yeah, he's not God. He's not God. But he sure looks good. I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. We have some questions we want to just ask you. Great. Uh, if you could only watch one movie for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, the American President starring Annette Bening and Michael Douglas. I could not love that answer more. <laughs> have you seen it? Wait. I've never seen it, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm going to watch is it, it now. What is it? I love it so much. <laughs> it's a romantic film from the 90s that's written yeah. by Aaron Sorkin, no, by okay. the way, and directed by Rob Reiner. And it's basically about a woman, um, Sydney Ellen Wade, played by Annette <laughs> Benning, who's a lobbyist, who starts dating the president, who's a widower, but he's running for re-election. And it's like very taboo that the president is dating this lobbyist. Can their love survive the midst of this media storm? It's so well done. I love it. I've seen it, you know, I mean, I've probably seen it over a hundred times. Like I know it so well. It's the, it's the movie that if I'm alone, like if I'm, if Dave's out of town or if I'm out of town working, I'll put it on to go to sleep yes. yeah, yeah, because yeah. I know it so well yes. that I can close my eyes. And I just like know everything that's happening and it like lulls me to bed. Yeah, I mean, it's I love your it. cozy and also, movie. Yes. And, and also if I'm like flipping channels on the TV and it's on cable, I still will put it on. And Dave 
to this day, Dave will walk in and catch me watching it. And he's like, what? <laughs> like, I feel like he can't even believe the level of commitment I have to like watching it anew every time I see it. I love it. I love that I, answer more than yeah, anything. Yeah, it's really, that really did it for me. Yep. Do you want to go? Oh, yeah. Okay. Would you rather give up your wedding ring or give up sushi forever? I mean, my wedding <laughs> ring. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Dave said she would say that. What? Dave said you would say that. That was from Dave, That was from way. Dave. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. Well, by the way, I think that's what he would want for me because <laughs> Dave's favorite food is sushi. Like, what if I could never go eat sushi with him again? And I also love sushi. And I mean, I love my wedding ring. <laughs> she really Let me does. tell you, I'm like very obsessed with my wedding ring. But, but I'm never going to have sushi again. Like, that's crazy. That do, you, just crazy. do you love Dave or your wedding ring more? <laughs> I guess I'll say Dave. Okay. <laughs> the pause is The everything. pause. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for the pause. Yes, we appreciate it. Okay. I just want you guys to know how much I do love my wedding ring. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we, we definitely, we definitely uh, uh, get it. We're picking up what you're throwing we, down. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if your husband had a fatal disease that could only be cured with him having sex with one of your friends, who would you pick? Are we Whoa. friends now? <laughs> Just, oh my god well this is gonna be weird because whoever i say you're not gonna know so it's like just one of my friends is gonna hear this and be like me <laughs> okay let me think i guess i want to say maybe i'll say my friend okay i'm gonna say my friend talia because <laughs> now look, it's a little risky. I know Talia through Dave. They oh. know each other since like middle school, high school. But like, so on the one hand, it's a little bit of a gift to him. Like, look, you know her really well and you guys are close friends. Talia's married and has a baby, but she's like me and Dave's mutual best friend where we spend time with her together, with her and her husband, Tim. But also, <laughs> we like to have our solo Talia yeah. time. So it's, like, not uncommon that I'll be like, where are you going? And he'll be like, I'm going to go hike with Talia. And I'll be like, I'm hiking with her tomorrow. <laughs> like, we, we always like to have our one-on-one -on -one Talia coffee hike time. <laughs> and I trust Talia. And in a way, you said it was a gift to Dave. But maybe deep down, I actually know that they, like, have known each other for so long that they both would find it like a little cringy. Right. So right. I know that I'd be safe. Yeah. I like, I like that, that answer. Yep. Yes. <laughs> All right. My turn. <laughs> if you were to start a nudist colony, what are the rules? No photos oh. or videos. <laughs> That's In fact, probably like no phones of any kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Like, well, how would you even, I mean, you'd have to hold it. Right. Yeah. You'd have to you lock them let... up. Like, no, but I'm just saying, show. like, if you're naked, you don't have anywhere to put your phone. Yeah, it's like a Jack White concert. Yeah. 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 You'd have to really be using it all the time. Exactly. So, yeah. So, that's an obvious one. Um, and that's it. No. <laughs> There's no, like, what about, like, cooking or cleaning? Or... I was going to say about food, yeah, because I think about CalArts and how, like, the cafeteria was the one space where... 
you had to wear clothes. Right. Although I do think there was one time where I tried to kind of challenge it and I Winnie the Pooh'd it in there. Like I just had a shirt and shoes, like <laughs> restaurant rules, like no shirt, no shoes, no service. I just went in like shirt, shoes and like completely bottomless. I love it. <laughs> and they allowed it. But I agree. I think that like maybe you just need like, I mean, if you're handling, if you're preparing food. Right. Then the genitals need to be covered, I think. I feel we need like a that's genitals fair. satchel. I don't want to know yeah. that like a dick was flipping my pancakes, you know? Like that just sounds Yeah. Right. Although I'd be Logos. impressed. Yeah. I mean Yeah, like the dick I'd actually be... flipping it. I mean, yeah, think about it. I would I would want to watch a dick flip somebody else's pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Good another rule. No. <laughs> okay. Who are you more starstruck by? Kevin Smith or Gregory Gorday? Oh, my God. You guys asked Dave for a lot of these questions, didn't you? <laughs> he offered only, them just only on his few. own accord. <laughs> Davey gave me so much shit for being so starstruck in front of Gregory because <laughs> he's a Top Chef uh, oh. winner, question mark? He, is? he was on Top Chef multiple times, and we went to his restaurant oh. in Portland called Khan, K-A-N-N. It is so fucking good, by the way, that <laughs> restaurant. Um, and I was so starstruck by Gregory that Davey was like, get a hold of yourself. <laughs> like, I get very starstruck. But all equally, by equal turn, I think Davey said the same thing to me when we met Kevin Smith at Sundance. And I think probably I was more starstruck for Kevin Smith because Kevin Smith is like an icon from my adolescence. Yeah. Sure. Like, when I was in middle school, I remember a friend, we like got our friend's neighbor's brother to rent clerks for <laughs> us when we were like 12 and watched it after school one day when my friend's parents weren't home. And the, they say so much dirty shit yeah. in that movie. It felt like really exciting and dangerous. And then we were obsessed with all of Kevin Smith's movies and we rented them all. And I like knew all the lines to Mall Rats and Chasing Amy and all that stuff. And then I met Kevin Smith at Sundance and tried to, like, explain my fandom to him. And he was kind of just like, cool. Cool. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. It's like, really shot down. And then we did, like, some interview with him. And it was the same where I was just like, <laughs> I was, like, too, too excited. And even Kevin Smith was like, yeah, all right, I got it. Oh. oh. I was like, oh, oh no. Oh. <laughs> You're important to me. <laughs> oh, that's such a letdown. Was that your most starstruck yeah. moment? Or is there anyone that's, like, really freaked you out? Well, the two other ones I can think of were I I I was pretty starstruck. I met um John Stewart when he was still mm. doing the Daily Show. I went on and I I that was one where it like caught me off guard. Like I didn't think I was I was just like they're like John's coming back to say hi before you shoot and I was like, "Oh, great." And he came in and then I was like a giggly schoolgirl like he's so he's smart. He's, he's very so smart. smart. <laughs> he's, he's he's cute and he's smart and he's funny. I don't, oh my gosh. Um, and then more recently had a run-in with Francis McDormand. Oh, oh my God. Oh. That's a good one. I met Francis McDormand at the SAG Awards and I was a little stoned. And <laughs> and uh Mark Marin, who I was working with on Glow, I had had just come up to me to say, I just met he had just so it was like he met her. It's just like they 
uh, her movie Three Billboards, you know, <laughs> oh, was yeah, winning yeah. all the awards and she won the Oscar that year. So this was right before that. And Mark had just met her that night and came over to our table to be like, Frances McDormand's a big fan of our show. And we all were like, oh my God, <laughs> like, I don't even know what to do. So then like an hour after that, now I'm a little stoned and I'm saying hi to somebody at the three billboards table and I turn and Frances McDormand's there and I'm just like spellbound and she looks at me. I'm like, oh, and she looks at me and she, and, and she goes, you, like in a sweet way, like you. And I go, you. And she's like, no, you. And I'm like, no, you. <laughs> and she's like, no, you. And I'm like, no, you. And then she just gives me a look like, shut up. Why? I was just like, and then I just paused and then frantically tried to be like, I'm so sorry. Thank you. What a nice compliment coming from you because I'm just a big fan of you. So that's why I said you so many times back to you because I was sort of, it surprised me that you were saying you to me because I'm a fan of you, you know, and it just basically was bad. that reminded me of Lucy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, but you like stoned at those things like, do you ever like panic or is it like easier? Um, I think it's easier. Okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't do it if you, yeah, you know. Right. <laughs> I, I, I I waited until like all the glow categories had been announced. I think it would make me really nervous yeah, to yeah. think that I was gonna have to give a speech of any kind. Like stone. <laughs> but luckily I've never won anything, so I always get to get stoned oh, and then just have a great night. <laughs> oh my gosh. Were you into gorgeous ladies of wrestling when you were little? No, I wasn't. I didn't even know what it was oh. until I read the pilot for Glow. And then I watched a bunch of the episodes and I was like, what? I was obsessed. You were? Obsessed. Really? Obsessed. Like, it is when wild. Glow came out, I was like, I feel seen. Like, finally, someone gets oh it. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, I would, my God. Me and my sister would dress up as the characters every weekend and be like, gorgeous ladies of wrestling and, like, <laughs> come up with names and do the whole thing in the outfits. And, like, yes. That's so amazing. when Glow I came out, that. I was like, all day. Yes. <sighs> yeah. I loved it. I mean, it. it was a wild show because they didn't so just good. wrestle, but they actually did do like weird sketches yeah. and raps. Oh my <laughs> God. Like yeah. that. I was obsessed. <laughs> I now I'm like, I have to go. I have to watch it. I gotta watch Glow because that's oh Glow is getting amazing. a long list for you. Yeah. I have a list, man. American Mitchell. president and number one. Clearly. Great. Yes. I'm highly yes, recommend I'm with you. Yes. Okay. Did you go or did I go? Um I don't know. What are your thoughts on unsolicited dick pics? <laughs> Ooh, big no-no. Absolutely not. Recently, not that recently, but I feel like a couple years ago, I was getting sent <gasps> dick pics. What? Like, like, I was just getting sent dick pics. Like, I don't know who got a hold of my number, oh my but it's, it's like, especially, imagine, like, an unsolicited dick pic on a dating app is a huge no and right. seems totally jarring and awful, but an unsolicited dick pic when you're just... Like at the grocery walking store. Walking down yeah, the like, street when you're not even involved. I'm just like texting my mom. Like, yeah. who else is texting me? And it's just someone's dong. Like, <laughs> it's jarring. <laughs> Agreed. I could not agree with you yeah. more. <laughs> if you could trade places with anyone for a day, who would you pick? Dolly Parton. Oh, oh my God. Don't Dolly. you think her life must be interesting and Different. Yeah. I'm so curious to see all her secret tattoos. <laughs> I would like to know, like, what her closet looks like. Like, 
Yeah. A day in the life of Dolly would be really. Yeah, get Dolly. on her tour yeah. bus. Like what yeah. kind of pajamas does she wear? You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all about that. Your turn. Oh. Would you rather watch a horror movie every night before you go to bed or have to release one loud fart in public once a day? If you can't tell, this is also from your lovely husband. I could tell. <laughs> from your from your lover. <laughs> um, wait, the first one is every day for the rest of my <laughs> every life. Every night before you go to bed, watch a horror I mean, movie. Or release in public. <laughs> one Would loud you one really? in public. I guess the question is like, do I is it do you an hate unexpected moment? Are you scared? No, I don't hate them, oh. but they really scare yeah, me. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I I, honestly love them, and Dave loves them. And he would watch a horror movie every night if I would allow it. But I get so scared. Like, yeah. there are times where we'll go on a horror movie run and watch a few, and then I don't sleep for, like, two weeks. Um, yeah. So usually these days I have him vet. He, like, pre-vets the horror movies for me. So that's that he love. can kind of weed because some are just scary and brutal, and others he's like, "This is like very artfully made. It's a really good movie. You should watch it. It's worth the scare." Mm. Yeah, and that's great news. But um, you know, I, I don't mind farting. It's funny. okay. Good, good to know. <laughs> it's funny. All right. What's one thing your partner could do that would make you never speak to him again? Ever speak to him again? Yeah, that's an intense, that's intense question. Who came up with that, Rob? Rob. <laughs> I mean, something—I don't know—something bad, something have to do with like my family, you know? Oh. Right? Like something he'd have to murder yeah, your family. Yeah, like murder a member of my family. That's the only thing, and he could do <laughs> anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else is acceptable. What's your weirdest turn on? She's sitting back I know, for this sitting, one. But she's leaning she's back. She's leaning everybody. back and leaning thinking. back, and she's sinking out of frame, and she's gone. What's and my we weirdest turn on, honey? What do you oh, think my weirdest turn on is? <laughs> what did he say? Not that weird of a turn on. He said receiving flowers, which I do enjoy. I don't know. You, you know what it? I like to do? <laughs> I mean, I like re-watching my husband's movies and it embarrasses him. And oh. like if he's really funny in a scene, oh. then I'm like, Ooh. you're like, yeah, you're getting get that it. dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I totally I love it. get that. I totally get that too. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Because I only date people in movies. I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> I only, totally. you know, date famous people. <laughs> Totally, totally same. You know, same. <laughs> Broad Ideas is supported by Daily Harvest. My life can get a little hectic sometimes. You know, school mornings, packing lunches, having to do breakfast, getting dressed. It's all a little chaotic. Thankfully, Daily Harvest does more so I can do less. Think stress-free meals delivered to your doorstep. In other words, they have my back. Daily Harvest delivers delicious harvest bowls, soups, flatbreads, snacks, smoothies, lattes, and more. Built on organic fruits and vegetables. Daily Harvest works directly with farmers to source the best ingredients, freezes them at peak ripeness to lock in flavor and nutrients, and they never use artificial preservatives or ingredients. 
With nourishing and easy-to-prep options, I never have to think twice about what to eat for my next meal, snack, or dessert. Everything stays fresh in my freezer until I'm ready to enjoy it, helping me reduce food waste. I love the smoothies. So does my daughter. It really makes the mornings easier. Let Daily Harvest do more so you can do less. Go to dailyharvest.com ideas to get up to $40 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com ideas for up to $40 off your first box. dailyharvest.com ideas. Rod Ideas is supported by Caraway. New year, new kitchenware with Caraway. Start your year off right with non-toxic kitchenware so you can ditch the chemicals and make healthier cooking a piece of cake. With our exclusive discount, you can now save on the full suite of Caraway products, including food storage, tea kettle, and mini cookware. Their internet famous cookware set is a staple for any home and comes in multiple colors to fit with any design aesthetic. Caraway Homes non-toxic kitchenwares are all designed for the modern home and feature a chemical-free ceramic coating, so food can be prepared with peace of mind that no hard-to-pronounce compound will leach into your healthy ingredients. All sets come equipped with easy-access storage solutions so that no stacking is required. Gone are the days of misplacing your lids. Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like PFAs, PTFE, PFOA, or other hard-to-pronounce chemicals. Ceramics naturally slick surface means minimal oil or butter for slide off the pan eggs and easy cleaning. Over 30,000 people have raved about their caraway kitchen. Now it's time to try it for yourself. I love my caraway set so much. I leave it out on my stovetop all the time because it's so pretty, but also cooking with it is so easy. I picked the cream color and it goes really well with my kitchen. They have a lot of beautiful colors. Visit carawayhome.com slash ideas to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash ideas or use code ideas at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. Oh, it's your turn. It is? Yeah. Didn't I just say that? Didn't I? If you had to pick another famous couple to swing with, who would you pick? Oh. Ooh, if we had to pick another famous couple to swing with, who does he want to weigh we in pick? on this? Well, <laughs> you know, I mean, I just, I'm just coming back from taping Fallon and Ashton oh. Kutcher was on. Oh, yeah. And that's I a good one. I feel like yeah. that's a no brainer. Ashton and Mila, like, yeah. Yes, I think please. that that's the thing is that it really does have to be fair. E- like, fair. Equal. You know what I mean? Like, that would be a what? gift to oh. him and you. And we're talking about swinging with other couples now? <laughs> what are you talking about? Sushi? <laughs> I didn't know what the questions were going to be like. And we're talking about, <laughs> being like, did you want to give up sushi? <laughs> Dave's like, I didn't know what the questions on this podcast were going to be like. And he's like, sushi ago, you're talking about sushi. And now we're swinging with other couples. <laughs> he's like, hang on. <laughs> yeah, he's like, click. He's like, where is this? He can't hear you guys either. I know. He's just only hearing me being like, <laughs> I guess we'd want to swing with <laughs> Ashton and Mila. He's like, what? How did I, I get it. involved in this? You're like, honey, pack your bag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my I'm God. Gonna go, I'm going to go be in a thruple. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I think he would appreciate. Oh, no. Maybe. What Do you, do you have anything else? I mean. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. Oh, the no. rest of them. They're, I mean, they're all like, if you were to agree to a threesome with another woman. <laughs> What would be? I can't. What? What? What, what would be, be the, the ground rules? Role? Yeah, 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 yeah. And parameters. And parameters. <laughs> like these, well, you know? Yeah. It's okay. A real question. First of all, I. It's a good question. First of all, I think the woman 
it should it shouldn't be somebody that either of you know, really. Yeah. Right. I yeah. think it's better think when it's fair. a stranger and nobody's coming into it with like a pre-existing relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or feelings or things like that. And beyond that, anything goes, <laughs> anything baby. Goes. You're like fair game. <laughs> Wait, well, I thought of one more, which is like then no texting after, right? Oh, yeah. There's oh no, that's a good one. Right. Yes. No communication post threesome. Not an right. open ended invitation. <laughs> He's like, what yeah. are you guys talking about? I know. <laughs> Just throwing a look husband. over there. <laughs> yeah. Cause the last one I had was how do you feel about open relationships? So, you know, it's all <laughs> that's you a know, good question, I, though. I don't think I could do it. But I think it's great if it works for people, then that's great. You know what I mean? I think people should do whatever makes them happy. And like, I kind of think it's awesome if people do it and they are actually both enjoying it and secure enough and love each other. And like, all of that stuff seems like it would require a lot of communication. Yeah. And even... Like on a base level, sorry. I know that's like a fun, silly question. I took it to like a very no. serious. No, we want we like, like let's no, no, no. actual love advice. No, no, no. We, we like want your real too. answer. Yes, I think that. Yeah, <clears throat> you'd need a lot of communication. Like, even if I could wrap my head around it at the start, I don't know. I just think it would get messy fast. I just think it's not for me. Yeah, I get like that. a one-off, but like a one-off. A one-off situation. never, yeah, three, yeah, like that's fine. <laughs> I just found out there there was this little community that a bunch of people were swingers in, and I had no idea. And I was what? like, yeah. yeah, you didn't tell me about where. That. Oh, I got to tell you, <laughs> in Northern California. Text me the number. Yeah. <laughs> All very wholesome people. I was shocked and offended. Oh, yeah, that nobody did you watch invited that? me. No. <laughs> did you watch that show Sex Life on Netflix? Sex Life. Starring yes, Sarah I did. Shaw. Oh, I started the first season. That was intense. I watched all the first Me too. season. Is there a second season? I loved it. There is a second season, I, did too. I think. But I don't think the se- the second season hasn't come out yet. No, I feel I like I would like, have already devoured it. Coming out. And there was like a prosthetic but, penis involved or something. Is that right? Oh, yeah, in the beginning Definitely. with the big old... It was fake, right? Yeah, I think I, we yeah. all were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, that yeah. can't I be real. I think I just watched that episode and like fast-forwarded to it because I heard so much about it. And I'm like, what is this big dick everybody's talking? Like, it's how big are we like, talking? Is it fake? Like, you're like, I've seen that show. Well, I've only seen seven seen, seconds of that I've show. I've seen like the one frame of a large penis. <laughs> that counts. Well, anyway, they end up going to swingers parties where I feel like it's often in communities, right, where you maybe wouldn't expect it. I but know. I, and again, I say, like, great. Yeah. yeah. More power. Like, do it. Yeah, me too. I just couldn't. You um, couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. No. No. I don't know. I couldn't do it or have my partner be with someone else, you know? Mm. I would get too jealous. Yeah, you would. Yeah. I would rage. I would rage. But there's something nice about thinking about swingers and that they do it together, you know? That that's kind of like, it's not like I'm going to go off and do my thing. I don't know. It's better that than hiding it, right? Yeah. Well, that's cheating. I guess, but I guess it depends yeah. person to person. <laughs> that's called cheating. Olivia. That's called cheating. Here's my, I have a question. So when you were in college and you were doing the whole nudist 
thing at Cal Arts. Yeah. Did you have to like warm up to that or did you see it happen and just be like, oh, cool? Or were you like, I have to get comfortable with this? Oh, I was comfortable with you were. it. I mean, I mean, no one was like forcing me to take my clothes off. <laughs> no, I know. But like, did you have to warm up to the idea or were you just like, oh, cool. Natural instinct to be like, yeah, I want to be free. Yeah, I think I was always like a comfortable naked person and always had a silly sense of humor that kind of revolved around like dirty jokes and nudity and stuff. Like even when I was a kid, we not nude, nothing nude. I just want to flag <laughs> this as I'm going to talk about being a child. Um, but I remember we would put on little skits for our parents where we would do like SNL style sketches, but we were kids, but you know, Mine was like I'd come out in like a trench coat, like I was a flasher, but fully dressed underneath. But I would open the coat and have like a hot dog between my legs yeah. and do a little commercial <laughs> for like edible wieners. Like <laughs> you, I just was like, that was just my sense of humor. And I think honestly, it's probably part of why I wanted to go to CalArts. I had friends, I had a friend who was there a year ahead of me. So I knew that it was this like, really open hippie school. And I was open to that kind of stuff. And I'm sure once I got there, it was little toe dips in, right? Like I said, with the Halloween party. And yeah. they definitely don't have this anymore. But my first year in the springtime, they had what was called the erotic ball, which was like everybody would go naked or in lingerie and stuff. And it was like not a swingers party, but a sexual extravaganza mm. type party. It's like we already, everybody was so going to parties in our underwear. Yeah. And then I just like to make my friends laugh. And, it, you know, before I was just putting tennis shoes on and streaking across the campus, I was more apt <laughs> to, like, take off all my clothes and just, like, run outside the window of my dorm room just to make my roommate laugh and be, like, you know, hanging from a tree. And, like, <laughs> I liked the danger element of it and stuff like that. But it's not like... Even referencing my nudity in college... I was never like the naked guy. You know what I mean? I yeah, was never yeah, just yeah. like, I'm naked all the time at school. That would be interesting. <laughs> yeah, it still felt like exciting every time I did it, which is part of why I liked it and still like it. I mean, I was streaking the halls at the hotel before <laughs> our premiere in L.A. What? on Wednesday. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, hold on. What? That's amazing. <laughs> That's you know, I was feeling a little like low energy, tired. We've been doing the rounds, doing press, and we were getting ready for our premiere. And Dave didn't know that I snuck out into the hall. I took up all my clothes. Then I ran up and down the hall. And then I knocked back on the door. And he's like, just a sec. Like, <laughs> like thought it was like, just like, he's like hurrying, getting ready. Yeah, he's like, oh, God. Finally, he opens the door. I was just standing there like, Make it. Hey. <laughs> How does like, he feel? Get out of the hall. <laughs> He's still so funny about it. I'll be naked, you know, in a hotel room and like walk towards the window, and he still will just be like, "Bang the bang the window! Oh my god, the window!" And I'm like, "We're just put a movie out. People can see it. They could see it. Yeah, oh whatever they want. Yeah, you're like, it's there. Oh my god, I can't handle you. What hotel were you in? <laughs> To like, London. Okay. I mean, just like naked, Did anyone else down see the you? Hall. No. That's why it was like so hard. I honestly was like a letdown because I didn't see anybody in the hall. But then we, I like pressed the elevator button, but then nobody was there. Oh my you God. pressed the elevator. What if you just like went to every floor? <laughs> you just like riding well, the elevator hoping someone 
<laughs> we had been doing our press junket like a floor below. So there was oh like, I was like, Shh, do I just do run I? the journalist floor? <laughs> but my publicist was like, Allison, no. <laughs> I love what I love about it, though, is it. that normally people, at least in my experience, the people I've seen that like, like to get naked or do something that are like funny. I'm going to do a naked funny bit. Don't tend to be that attractive. Sure. Right? <laughs> no? What and are you saying? saying? Yeah, saying no. I'm like you got to follow up with. <laughs> no, that's it. I'm, no, <laughs> totally. I'm, no, I'm saying, I'm saying that it's it's so much funnier that you're actually attractive doing it. Because normally it's Thank like the you. guy I was you waiting don't, for that. Yeah, no, like, I, I was like, okay, and <laughs> I was looking at Rachel to say it because I thought she could. No, I was pick leaving up you. What I was leaving you to finish that whole segue on Thank your own. You. I don't know if it's funnier, but I find it equally as funny, and I appreciate. I think it's amazing. How many attractive people do that? Not as many. Start taking off your clothes. <laughs> Not as many. Oh my totally. god. But I did die, like, when you do streak across the golf course. That was oh, good. No, we- that you were fully just, yeah, I was very impressed. So was I. Yes. Thank you. Well done. And we do well, these little bits to promote the show. <laughs> we'll do, like, a little video or something fun. Rob's going to streak and across Rob's the like, backyard. What should we do? And I was like, we should streak. I mean, duh. I wish you would have shown up today, like, on Zoom, but you couldn't, like, see, but you just, like, looked like you were naked. If I were just totally naked, (laughs) I just... As she takes off her sweater. If you can only see. You can't see. That's amazing. Oh, my God. You're amazing. I really are. This is, yeah. That's pretty epic. Just uh, I admire, I admire. I do of, too. All of it. So we end every interview with our little fuck Mary kill, and we know you're married, but we still Great. we still do it. Should I redress for fuck? Mary no, I feel whatever like you, need, you feel you comfortable have to be with. Naked. Okay. No. <laughs> no, I want you to be your true self. <laughs> is he, Wait, what is, is he, he looking saying? at you like? Why are you naked right now? <laughs> She's really naked. Put head, he put his headphones in so he hasn't been paying attention. And then just now, I just got a little like. <laughs> double take. Like, why are you sat up out of bed? It's, like, I'm, it's, kind of, it's, not, it's okay. Everything's fine. This is just audio. He's, He's just like, doing you're it not allowed us. to play with them again. <laughs> it's just audio. <laughs> All right, let's do it. <laughs> okay. Leon Bridges. Paul Rudd, Theo James. Thanks, Rob. Whoa. Okay. Okay. We're going to kill Theo James because we have too many people that look like him already. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to fuck Leon Bridges because his music is sexy. Uh, it is. It's yeah. like sex we'll for your Paul ear holes. Yeah. We're going to marry his best yeah. friend. You got like, Yeah. Paul Rudd. Yeah. Who wouldn't marry Paul Rudd? Exactly. Yes. I would. Mar- yep. Mar- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. That's the move. Although... That was the right answer. Yeah, you did really good. Who's like too who's quick James? to kill the Theo James? White Lotus that you brought up. <laughs> oh, my God. My brain Jeez, is... Please, my brain man. doesn't work. No, it my doesn't. My voice doesn't she work. She literally my is like, who's Theo work? James? I'm like, you brought him up in this conversation. 
I mean, come on, get it together. I thought he was great on the show. I feel like I should now give a compliment because I killed him so quickly. Wasn't he great? Fantastic. He was great. I know. And then I look at like what's wrong with me because we've talked about how I was like so attracted to him and he's clearly like not a great guy on the show. Can we have her fuck Mary kill the three guys on White Lotus? Ooh. Uh, just for fun, because I like to know. The, what's, what's the, the grandpa, third the guy? dad, and no. all the... No. no. Which three? Yeah. The which... British guy that is, like, the nephew. So, oh, the one you love. Yeah, the uh, one the, I like. The dirtbag. The, ne- oh. the nephew. The nephew. Okay. Yes. Aubrey's, um, Aubrey's husband. husband Ethan? on it. Is his name Ethan? Ethan. On Ethan. It? Ethan. And then, what was the other one? Theo James. But we already know she's going to kill him. You want to give no. her well, something? She might not with this combination. Oh. Or... Throw the grandpa. Yeah, in. that's interesting. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm still gonna kill. I knew him. she was still, gonna, still kill gonna kill him. But I did. I actually was thinking about it, and then I'll <laughs> fuck the nephew. Thank and you. And I'll marry Ethan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You that's throw smart. Albie in instead of. No, she doesn't want Albie. Who's gonna want to fuck Albie? No, he's no. he's no. not. He's not the one. She did the right thing. <laughs> She just wants to fuck the nephew. <laughs> Allison, you are beautiful. You are talented. I loved your movie. I'm so excited for you. And it was so nice to thank meet you. Thank you so much. After all this so, thank you for having me on. So, do you feel weird that we have clothes on? Oh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I feel very weird that you guys are clothed right now. <laughs> Rob, that sounds terrible. <laughs> I know, that was the joke. Oh, that was the joke. Rob's full of jokes today. So the we never I'm sitting would be really awkward if I didn't have clothes on. She's right full, yeah, like, you got a right straddling nice view couch. of her butthole from over there. I'd have a nice view of her butthole. That's lovely, Rob. I just wanted, kept wanting to sing the song. Go ahead. Somebody that I used to know. The Gautier song? Yeah. I... I asked Dave about that. Yeah. And he said they very intentionally did not want to use that song for the movie. But that's but where, that the, where it came from? Comes from. No, I mean, sort of. That's that's a, just a phrase. But isn't that where everyone's mind goes? It's where, if you know the song. I feel who like doesn't know who, the song? A very, it was a very popular song in its day. No. That was a great song. I loved it when it oh came out. Gosh. How did Rob feel about it? I liked that song. It oh, was, whoa. Whoa. It was very different from all the other music they made and make. I hear Vincent crying. I mm-hmm. want him in here. Even crying. <laughs> yeah. I want a baby. Um, Rob, an observation we made. So, like, we ran into Rob at the coffee place before this this morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. And Rob always goes on, like, these coffee dates. Like, yeah. oh, I'm meeting so-and-so for coffee. And I brought it up to him the other day. And I'm like, you never ask us to coffee. So they spend time with you anyway. <laughs> I think he's sick of us. Are you sick of us? No, it's because I'm spending time with you anyway. Do you get sick of Rachel? Yes. <laughs> no. Oh <gasps> Wait. Why are you being sweet? Because he's trying to make, he doesn't want us to attack him. Okay, he's <laughs> trying, trying to, to leave me yeah. alone. Yeah. No. <laughs> he's like, how can I get them to lay off? <laughs> Olivia and I were talking on our way over about a really, really fascinating and interesting topic. Mm-hmm. I bet. I bet this was. Oh, you don't think it was, do you? <laughs> we'll see. Do you know, first of all, do you even understand? So we do this, right? And we talk to each other all the time on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And then we <laughs> and then we drive 
in the car and we talk to each other when we're with each other. Then we get out of the car and call each other and talk. <laughs> then we get home, spend a little time with our families and talk. <laughs> you would think we were we think, done. Literally, I was on the phone with my mom. I'm like, mom, <laughs> Olivia's calling. I have to hang up. <laughs> I pick up. It's Olivia. We talk for a half hour the entire time that she's driving to me to get in the car with me to then drive here. And we don't hang up until I get out of the car to get in hers. Um, That was not our conversation. Our conversation was about John Mayer. John Mayer. Yes. First thoughts on John Mayer, Rob. I don't have... He is your kind of musician, clearly. (laughs) I don't have many thoughts on John. He seems seems like a nice guy. Okay. Olivia. Olivia in the car today was like, how did you start it off? Do you want to know how I really started it off? I do. I said, you should fuck John Mayer. Oh. That's how I started it (laughs) off. I said, I think you should DM John Mayer because I was watching a Bob Saget tribute, Mm -hmm. okay? And apparently John Mayer and Bob Saget were like best friends, which says everything I need to know about John Mayer. Yeah, she said that and I was like, he was best friends with Bob Saget? Like, come on. Okay, I get it. Like that just, that just, you know, he's just like a full person. So he's doing this <laughs> tribute. Chris Rock said the most genius thing I've ever heard in my life. He said, you know what you do, John? You write cliticure. <laughs> and that's what he does. So good. I mean, they're such, him and Bob Saget were such good friends that he flew Bob Saget's body out. I know, I You know, plane because that was his buddy. And then he talked really poignantly about his friend, Bob. I can't. And it just, I was like, this person is such a human. And it made you both horny? Is that where this No, I'm not horny. I thought I'm neutral currently, <laughs> but I do love that he was best friends with Bob Saget. I just thought, well, if anyone might be horny, they should probably hit up John Mayer. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm just saying, it, the conversation eventually got to you should no, it started, started with, that. with you should. That's how that was her opener. Fucking. That was okay. her opener. So I wasn't making a leap by asking. Oh, if it made us warm, our vagina's warm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he does sing my favorite song of all times, and I... Times? All time. <laughs> all time? Do you think Rachel's too old for him? Yes. Probably. 1,000%. You think so? But he dated 100%. people our age. Uh, I think I, I think he dates he, him in the 20s. Yeah, is he like a Leonardo DiCaprio type? I don't know. I don't want to compare. I don't know either of them personally, but I will say I believe he likes the 20 range. I mean, I also... he's probably would be willing to... That's what I said. She just wants me to sleep with him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not so you looking think be willing to get to sleep married. With you, yeah. yeah I'd probably be willing Gee, thanks. to. <laughs> We're going to see where this podcast goes, see what happens. <laughs> oh, geez. No. Put me in the hot seat. What if I don't yeah. want to sleep with him? Some things in life you do for your people. <laughs> I'm not asking her to date him. I'm just asking her to she have just like wants a me little. To have a, a yeah. night. Night in the sack, as they say. <laughs> Do they? I mean, he's best friends with Bob Saget and Dave Chappelle. Yeah, I know. That's going to be a good time. And apparently, Bob Saget was like the most loved man in all I of know. the entertainment industry. Ugh. You know what he said? And I said this to Jeff yesterday because he was coming at me with some stuff. And I said, you know what, Jeff? Just like Bob Saget, I don't do negativity. Bob Saget didn't do negativity. Wouldn't do negativity. 
What do you mean? So he had like a firm stance against it. Like he wouldn't read negative comments. He wouldn't read that. He'd be like, I don't do negativity. I like that. And I'm just like, fuck yeah. That's amazing. I don't read negative comments. I just delete them. Well, how do you, do you know? <laughs> how do you know they're negative then? I just know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he was, that's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. That that one hurt. The tribute was really, really beautiful. Yeah, I believe it. What else were you and Jeff talking about yesterday? That wasn't what we were talking about, silly girl. Oh. <laughs> You're trying to fish. I'm fishing mean, for sperm. <laughs> you mean what were we playing? Oh, right. What were you playing? Well, so you can either call it baby roulette or sperm roulette. Oh, he came inside you? No. Oh. Well, so. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like either a yes or no. I was ovulating. Yeah. And I was like, I'm ovulating. Do you want to have a baby? Like last chance. This is probably the last chance it's ever going to be because of my age. And he was like, are you serious? And I was like, well, we can see what happens. And then he was like, are you, like, he couldn't understand. And he's like, do you want me to, I'm like. Does he want another? He, he, he does. wants one badly. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. the one that's been on the fence. I'm the one that's been a no. But also if she sees a baby, she's like, I need one right now. Mm-hmm. Right. So then I gave him the opportunity and he didn't, didn't take, take it. it. And I was so relieved because I thought about it and I was like, breastfeeding and pumping and like being up all night. It sounds horrible. But then when I see Vincent, when I see Rob's baby, I'm like, I got to go home. I got to go. I got to go have a baby. (laughs) All right. Favorite (gasps) rom-coms. When Harry Met Sally is one of my all-time favorites. Oh, sweetest thing. Is that considered a rom-com? The sweetest thing? I won't, if I say just friends, Olivia's going to throw something at me. <laughs> my best friend's wedding, I, I always loved. I, I've seen that a lot, actually. You have my, that movie. My sisters Because it's love, Chicago. Well, my sisters love that movie. But it is, takes place in Chicago. Yeah. It's like a love letter to Chicago. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing was that she said the American president was the one movie she'll watch <laughs> for yeah, the rest of great. her life. You can say some and I'm probably going to be like, oh yeah. that. What are your rom-coms? I love... Um, Mystic Pizza is not a rom-com, huh? I don't love that one, but no, it's... Oh, Bridget Jones' Diary. That's a good one. Absolutely obsessed with that movie. Does 10 Things I Hate About You count? Yeah, that's that great. I, I love like 10 movie. Things I Hate 50 About First You. 51st Dates? Does no, that, that count? No, that doesn't count. <laughs> no, that counts. That Wedding counts. Singer. I, mean, I don't I know if that's a rom-com. I, am, I really am a sucker for a rom-com. But I even like like Practical Magic. Sweet Home Alabama. Sweet Home Alabama. I love. Love. Love that movie. I love all of them. There's not one I don't like. Yeah. I like them all. I know. I couldn't. That's so hard. I don't know what my favorite is. My brain isn't working. Well, there's a lot. And it's hard to... Do you like like Sleepless in Seattle? Like any old school? Like... Yeah, I love it. I remember seeing that in theaters with my mom. Big. I mean, uh, what's it called? Splash. I loved. I wasn't um, big into Splash. What's the one Joe versus the volcano? Oh, Joe versus the volcano is amazing. Epic. Um, oh, there's so many. I love them all. I really, if I could only watch rom-com, I think that's when I was a kid, I always loved love. Like anything that had a love story, even now to this day, like Rob picked his book for this month. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is it a love story? Because if it's not, I don't know if I can get down. Oh, that's a good reminder. Yes. We have a book. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it will Let's have been talk posted about it. by now, but. But we haven't talked about it yet. 
Correct. So talk about it, Rob. Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> yeah, so the Woody Woodpecker comic book. Uh, where this month we're doing Tom Robbins Still Life with Woodpecker. Can you give a little it's tiny bit of a synopsis? Can I read the synopsis? It's all over the place. Still Life with Woodpecker is a sort of love story that takes place inside a pack of camel cigarettes. It reveals That's the all purpose. You say. <laughs> yeah, done. <laughs> it reveals the purpose of the moon, explains the difference between criminals and outlaws, examines the conflict between social activism and romantic individualism, and paints a portrait of contemporary society that includes powerful Arabs, exiled royalty, and pregnant cheerleaders. It also deals with the problem of redheads. What is, is that the a problem? problem of redheads? Well, I have a lot well, of redheads in my life that I'm a huge too. fan of. We'll What's up with out. that? So do I. My sponsor, my sponsee, and my therapist, all redheads. I have very close friends of Briars that are redheads, and I love them dearly. Okay. Calvin's good friend is a little redhead, too. Why is there a problem? I don't know, Rob. I don't know about this book. We'll find out. We'll find out. I don't know how I feel about that. Okay. So that's our book. Read it. Is Love Actually considered a rom-com? I would say yes. Love it. I love Love <laughs> Actually. I love Love Actually. Did you guys see Wrist Cutters? No. That's a good one. Robin is weird, out of left field. Wrist Cutters great. What, what are the Sandra Bullock ones? Oh, Miss Congeniality? Yes. If you know you. it through a wall, you know it too well. <laughs> love anything Sandra Bullock. Oh my God. Yes. That one is, what's the, uh, yeah, Miss Congeniality. I'd die for that. I mean, Julia Roberts always had them. Notting Hill. I, I never watched that one that much. Notting Hill wasn't my very favorite. It wasn't my very favorite either, but I liked it. I mean, I'll watch it. What else? Trying to think, Julia Roberts. Are you looking up rom coms, Rob? Can you throw some out there? Obvious. Her. It's amazing. Her. That's not a rom com. That's not a rom com. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Five hundred days of summer. I loved that. That was cute. That was great. Garden State. There's one. Loved. I loved Garden State. Loved it. I think we really love rom coms. We really. I mean, these are like indie rom coms. Yeah. No. Rob. Lost in translation. Rob. Those aren't. Yeah. What we're learning is there's a very loose definition on what makes a rom-com serendipity here it is i love i mean rom-com was very of an era too though that was like well i don't know there's some oldies in i mean there too. are oldies but like that, 80s it, there 90s was, like 90s was very heavy rom-com yeah. or at least a particular Early type 90s. of rom-com the like drew barrymore sandra bullock julia roberts yeah. i don't think drew barrymore was early 90s i think she was later but Yes, Julia Roberts, Sandra What about Bullock. some Cameron Diaz ones <laughs> in her shoes? So, my bet, I'm telling oh, you, yeah. the sweetest thing, fun. the sweetest thing. Also, not the as well known. The body's in your faces, too. Oh, what? Ten, um, ten how things to I lose hate a guy about? in 10 days. Brilliant. Great. One of my favorites. That is a great one. That's one I'll always leave on. Always. If it's yeah. on, I'm watching it. Same. 100%. Yep. I think we've, we've really... <laughs> yes, I think we covered. We really covered it all. Let's talk about who we're gonna have Rachel DM. Um, John Mayer. No, will you stop? Oh, that's what our bets should be. Like if we do bets or games where we're playing against each other, if you lose, you have to DM who Rob and I choose for you to DM. Is this gonna be a guest on the show or for her to sleep with? For her to sleep with. No! <laughs> I think we start with guests on the show and then see how it goes. This is the casting couch. <laughs> um, how'd your show premiere go? Did you watch it? Did you watch it? People have Accused? people uh, reached out and been like, 
you know, it's already out there. So spoiler alert, but people were surprised to see me be a bad guy. Have you gotten good feedback? I think so. I gave her great feedback and so did my mom. Anyone at like the (laughs) coffee shop or bookstores? Did something happen that I'm forgetting? No, no, I was asking. (laughs) No, people were like positive. Did you watch it, Rob? Yeah, Rob. (laughs) No, not yet. Not Mm, yet. What kind of friend are you? I know. I would never be that person, How do you feel, though, about that? About what? People People watching watching your stuff. I don't. I think I do not expect it ever. And I'm like, oh, you know, that's nice. But like, you know, if people say like, oh, I'm going to watch it. And then they don't even remember that it's on. Like, I think that would be kind of lame. <laughs> but do you like care? Like, does it does it hit you in a nice way? If someone's like, hey, I watched that. I knew that thing was coming out and I watched it. I think it. that's sweet and okay. caring. Yeah, sure. That would be nice. But I would never be like, oh, you didn't know my show is on. Like, I know you wouldn't. You've <laughs> never done that once. Ever. But I think it is also like, I don't know. I feel like it would mean something to me if someone took the time to like sit down and be like, I'm going to watch this. Sure. Do you know who I loved? Who? Was the girl, the young girl. Yeah, they did a really good job. I agree. Anyways. <laughs> um, Any Huel Hauser. How's your love life been going? Great. How about you guys? (laughs) Great. You ready for Valentine's Day? It's this week. Oh, Briar loves Valentine's Day. Oh, that reminds me. It's not. Oh, it's this week. Yes. It's tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I've got to hit up C's. C's candy. Me. (laughs) (laughs) Always. Do you do something special for Natalie? Yeah. What do you do for Natalie? Uh, We usually agree not to do anything. You don't and even get a roses well, or well, I, chocolates? I ordered or? flowers for her that are coming. From 1-800-Kabloom? No, Kabloom! <laughs> no, from Withazen. This really cool flower shop in LA. Of course. Fucking no, Rob, only, Snobby Robbie only does the finest, yeah. which is nice. <laughs> it is nice. When it comes to florists, so yes. What's it called? Withazen. Withazen. I might order from County Line. Yep, County Line Florals. Yeah, I mean, I mean, people have very varying opinions on Valentine's Day. Do you expect something if you're dating someone? Do well, you expect that's a, it to is, be a thing? That's like a depends question. Like, how long have you been dating? Like, well, you know. But if you've been dating... We got time. We can... Depends. Depends. Uh, if, all right. You started dating for Valentine's Day. You're approaching a year of dating. Not a new relationship. Yeah, I think it's nice to be thought of on Valentine's Day. I mean, I would like something, I guess. Even though Valentine's Day, yes, everyone's like, oh, Hallmark holiday, whatever. I just like nice gestures in general. So I think that would be showing something thoughtful would be appreciated. And would you get mad if they didn't? Mad? Or upset, hurt. Pick your adjective. Not happy. I would probably be a little disappointed that they didn't. Like, think of it or something, probably. Would you call them out or keep it to yourself? It depends on the relationship. I have been known to be passive-aggressive, sure. (laughs) That checks out. (laughs) But here's one thing I will add to that for her, is that she would never forget. So even if she were to want, like, a little gesture, she would have something ready for them. Yeah, that's true. Would you? So it's not like you're just like, I want my roses. No, I love giving gifts. Do you know what I mean? That's my favorite thing. Like, I love 
But so I would definitely have something, whether it's like their favorite candy or like, yeah, a little you know, gesture. Or like, oh, I, this is your favorite dinner. I made it for you. Like, thing, yeah, gestures. Here's a scenario. What if you had a gift for them? Yeah. And then you knew that they didn't get you anything. Would you still give them it? Yeah, I would still give it, of course. <laughs> How are you supposed to be super passive aggressive without giving them your gift? <laughs> But it doesn't necessarily have to be a gift. It's also like cooking them their favorite meal, like those kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Lou? I don't really care too much about Valentine's Day. Yeah. I think that it's always really sweet to get some sort of thoughtful something. Right. Like a, even if it's just a flower, I don't, yeah. I don't really care. Totally. You know, and I always like to try and do something thoughtful as well, but like it may be a dry salami and cheese or something that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Is that like a... That's a love that language. A for them. It's just like Jeff loves dry salami. So mm -hmm. it's like he would not be super something stoked. that I have in the house every day, but like on Valentine's Day I might like yeah, throw that's the dude thoughtful. a salami. That's thoughtful. You know? Yeah. What about you? I already answered. I started. Well, what you guys you said you wouldn't for, you don't do, do it. You don't want anything done for you or but you mm. get flowers for Natalie. I, I'll usually get her flowers. Occasionally we'll do gifts, but I or a card. Yeah, I'm not. I, we don't do like gifts. Yeah, no. we've got, I mean no. we've got to the point with a lot of holidays where no, we, like if someone like brought me my favorite donut, like I'd be super stoked. Sidecar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeff usually gets me chocolates, which is good. Are you going to dinner and doing anything? They have oh, kids, hell no. kids, and it's during the week. You can't. Right, well, we're going to dinner like Friday night. Oh, that's nice. Oh, where that's are you going? Nice. Yeah, we don't do that. Bar Maruno. Oh, nice. No, yeah, it's more I, about the, kids, more about the now. kids now. Like Valentine's Day is just about Briar. Like we'll do dinner. I'll get her presents. It is a little like Easter. It's terrible. <laughs> like a basket of like Valentine's Day stuff. I can't help it because I love. Also, Shepard's birthday is two days after, after Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. So we're like, yeah. you know. Yeah. It used to be something I cared about more when I was young. Like make sure he makes a reservation and show up for you and all of that stupid stuff. You know, stuff. which brings up something like I've been in relationships where you're like been together a while mm -hmm. and they don't know what to order you at a restaurant. Okay, that's weird. That's like a red flag. What is up with that? Like I ordered pork chops with mushrooms. I'm like, yeah. I'm sorry, have we met? You know what I mean? <laughs> I do. And that was always like, what's the meme? It's like the cookie monster's wife giving him crackers for Christmas and him being like, it's like, you don't even know me. Are, have you often had food ordered for you? At or if you're at dinner, aren't you ordering your own food? I'm just food? giving an example. Here's the thing. Pick up, Yeah, yeah. Order what scenario in. is this happening where you're not... Well, this has happened in the past where they're like, oh, I just took it upon myself, ordered dinner. I appreciate that. I am so indecisive that I'm definitely the type of person that's like, you want to just, just order, something. great, but like, know me. Like, don't fucking order mushrooms. You know what I mean? Like... Right. At a restaurant. Like, I've been on a date where the guy's like, do you want this, this, and this? I'm like, great. Sounds great. Order it. Done. I don't have to make a decision. Dream. But, like, bringing food home from a dude that you've been dating for a while, and, like, that's what they order you is, like, don't you find that that would be a red flag? Well, yeah. It's like the cookie monster. It's like wrong ring, wrong guy. It's the, it's right. the red flag that you only tell us about after. I don't think yeah. I told it after. I think when that happened, I was very current. You were very loud on the <laughs> megaphone about that one. This girl does not like mushrooms. I will tell you that much. I do not like mushrooms. My mom was sick the other day with COVID, and her husband was like, I made you my favorite fettuccine Alfredo. What? Yeah, Ooh, and she was like, wait, what? 
You didn't tell me that was at the other <laughs> side of that story. I just heard you say. What'd you hear me say? That your mom like ha- had COVID and was going to eat fettuccine Alfredo. And I'm like, that is so weird. That's what she said. <laughs> she was like, I don't want fettuccine Alfredo. No. Like who wants fettuccine Alfredo when you're sick? No, like that's, see, that's all about them. That is very concerning to me. I think that that's such a big deal. Yeah. You know? I do too. There's a lot of things that are big red flag, big deals. I like my food. I like Me what too. I like. <laughs> like, like, could they pick out what you want at C's candy? That's also. Ooh, I've played this game with Jeff. Does he get it right? See, this doesn't see Jeff's different though. Like why is he different? He gets a <laughs> he kind of gets a pass because why? he loves you more than anything and shows it in so many ways. He might not remember like things like that. He'll know to get you C's candy, and that's what matters. He knows what not to get me there. He knows you don't like dark chocolate. He knows I don't want dark chocolate. He knows I don't want any kind of, like, fruit, fruit. covered in chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows I don't want he coconut. Knows Here's another thing. I yeah. think as best friends, like, we know each other in such a different way and level that maybe, like, I will get your exact order at C's because we're doing it together. Jeff's not with you at I mean, C's candy. unrealistic expectation for you to have for him to get. Yeah, but I know what he would want. Exactly. And I would know exactly what to put on a sandwich. I would know exactly what to order. Right. So maybe it's a girl guy thing. Would you know exactly what to get Natalie anywhere? Anytime? Uh, well, it's different. Any day. It's, diff- <laughs> it's different with her because she's dairy allergy. Right. Well, you, so there's like so two things like on limited. the menu. Yeah. And she'll change things up. So it's not, we're not just getting But the would same she thing. know exactly what to order you? Yeah. Right. So maybe. Well, dep- I mean, depending. I Oh. I like to change things up too. <laughs> You're not helping us. <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting though. We should take a poll. No, she. I mean, last night she didn't know what to order me. I mean, we're but we're also like here. Tell me what you want from this place. Do you get irritated if she gets it wrong? No. Because would like, you take it, it personally if she took got it wrong? <laughs> no. I've done that, like where I've gotten Jeff things and I'm doing it for reasons he doesn't know. But then when the food gets there, he's like, you got me a, like a plate with like, in, instead of the burrito or what? And, yeah. and I'm doing it because I'm like, you said yesterday you wanted, you wanted to, to eat be hell- yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But he's like, no, That's don't not- listen yeah. to me. <laughs> like, get me the burrito. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, my favorite. Is that, do you know, do you? Hey, best friend. <laughs> Do you know why Jeff and I call each other sandwich? Please tell. No, I'm asking you if you know. Because of his bologna sandwiches. No. What? Because when we were first dating, he was eating a Chipotle burrito and he dropped part of it and he went, oh, I ruined my sandwich. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, babe, that's a burrito. And he went, oh, I ruined my burrito sandwich. <laughs> and then like a few hours later, we Justin were, Bieber eats them like a sandwich. I know. <laughs> I saw that. Then when we, like a couple days later, we were at Starbucks and he dropped his coffee and he's like, I ruined my coffee sandwich. <laughs> and so that's where it, it came from. your thing. Yeah. All couples have like their thing. They do. You know? Yeah. What's your Natalie? I don't know. Sex. <laughs> well, I don't know. But like, do you have a nickname? No. What? Not at all. Mm-mm. What did you only call her Natalie? Mm-hmm. Do you ever call her babe? Sure. 
Do you? What do you call nah, her? Nah, I mean, you only call her Natalie. If you're, you're calling call it, across the house, you're not like wife. <laughs> no, nah, you don't say Natalie usually. Oh, it's that's just Natalie. So weird. Always. Yeah. You're, and are you always Rob? Is she ever mom? If the kids are there, and <laughs> not not. I'm not. I don't refer to her as mom in the bedroom. Just casually. <laughs> Wait. So you're calling across the house. You're like Natalie. Could you? You say babe. Yeah. Yeah. I was always like, it was always babe in relationships, I think. I'll say honey. I'll be like, yeah. honey, could you please? I'll be like, hey, dick face. <laughs> <laughs> but most, I mean, sandwich is my, our yeah. main, but like honey, babe. Yeah, everyone has like, I, yeah, I've definitely have nicknames in every relationship. Like when he says my name in a sentence, I'm like, oh. It's serious. Oh, yeah. oh we're going there. I've been I mean, a, we're just always there. You're just always <laughs> yeah. there. You're we're just already, there. Already there. Yeah, you come up. Remember, like, yeah. What? what? No, Pooty. Pooty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pooty. We were both Pooty. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, mine was Pooty Tang. <laughs> <laughs> mine was Poon Tang. Um, come here, my little Poon Tang. That's interesting. It's always Natalie. It's always Rob. Interesting. <laughs> it is interesting, isn't it? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel? Ooh, this is a great question. <laughs> Pat yourself on the back before you ask it. Because I know it's good. <laughs> How do you feel about people nicknaming you? Before they really know you? Like shortening? Like Yes. I actually find it endearing. I know a lot of people, it bothers them. It depends who, I think, maybe. Shortening is different than like coming up with their own nickname. Oh, that's like, that's sh- weird. Yeah, yeah no, people do that though. Like, like what? Just start calling you what squirt. People, yeah. <laughs> what if actually that's, they would actually be like, yeah, they definitely. Like, no. I'm cute. What's yeah. a uh, nickname they've come up for you? The, you know, like, I, I like it when people say like live, like that's sweet, yeah. that's endearing. It's but shortened like, though. Like, oh dog or, you know, it's just. <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> Who did you mean? They're like, hey, oh dog. <laughs> oh dizzle like you know. <laughs> oh dang <laughs> oh god you don't know people that like jump shot the nicknaming game I have like shortening I don't know that people are like hey <laughs> do you know that what Jeff calls Rachel I do Rachel <laughs> Rage face yeah Rachel. I'm Rage face <laughs> Hey, I love that. It's Jeff. It's fitting. Rage face. Yeah, <laughs> is it fitting? Well, Rage sort of face. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He gets yeah. it. Mine is always Ray or Rach. If you really know me, yeah. it's Ray. Yeah. Like if you're close to me. What do you prefer? I don't have a preference. I think, I don't know. I hear Ray from all of my closest people that I love. So mm-hmm. like I go to that more. But like if someone's like, hey, Rach, I'm like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's cute. Well. Thanks, Allison. Thanks, Allison, for taking your top off. We will never forget it. We didn't even talk it. about that. That's our first guest that uh, got oh, naked yeah. for us. Brilliant. Got naked I up. actually I loved that. That was my favorite part of the interview. Not in a weird way. We couldn't see anything. No, it's <laughs> just, just like a playful energy that yeah, is she's so like, welcome. Yes, love it. Dave, Dave texted me after and said, "Interview must have gone good." I looked over <laughs> and. So my wife was naked. <laughs> yeah, that's the sign I mean, of a good interview. <laughs> I've got mad respect for that. Absolutely. <laughs> and for streaking down the hotel uh, hallway. Uh, but, and yeah. she also streaks in the movie. Like the girl is 
I love it. Have you guys ever gone streaking? No, but maybe we should. I mean, I've definitely gone streaking. What? <laughs> okay. Like you've in your whole life, you've never gone no, streaking? No, I've never gone streaking in my whole huh. life. Huh. You have, Olivia? Yes. All the time. Where you run down the street naked? Yeah, yeah we no, know I've what streaking is. I've never done that. Yeah, probably in like high school and junior oh, high. Oh, wow. Just for fun with yeah, your friends. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't think I ever I did. I haven't done it in a while, guys. <laughs> I'd love to picture you in your little cul-de-sac. <laughs> <laughs> going streaking. And Shepard just running after oh, you. Oh, he would love oh, it. Shepard would, would be he'd about be leading it. that parade full <laughs> yeah. force. We do, uh, we've talked about this. We do family streaking. No, never talked about that. Through the house? And you're the only girl, too. If, what, they'll be like, we're going streaking. And they'll all run naked in a circle in the house. <laughs> I love it. It's fun. Yeah. Good times. This was a good time. Allison, thank you, Allison, for opening us up to the world of streaking and talking to us. Thanks, broadience. Thanks, broadience. <laughs>